Today's episode of The Lutheran Cartographer is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. The Lutheran Cartographer, episode 14. Welcome to The Lutheran Cartographer. This week we are joined by Pastor Paul Dellinger. He is the pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church in Cassopolis, Michigan. Pastor Dellinger, welcome to the show. Thanks, Nicholas. Great to be here. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to Cassopolis. Sure. Um, I guess I'll start with my my parents um, are Midwesterners. Both of them are from Ohio. Uh, My dad was a Lutheran high school teacher, and he taught at Baltimore Lutheran High School out in Baltimore, Maryland. And he was there for 30 years, so it turns out that's where I was born and raised, was in Baltimore, Maryland. And then um, wanted to do pre-seminary, uh, so I went to Concordia, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then from there, went to seminary in Fort Wayne. And then my first call out of the seminary was to here in Cassopolis, at St. Paul in Cassopolis, Michigan. And the first time I'd ever heard of Cassopolis, Michigan, was on call night in the seminary, so... But I've been here for, it'll be 10 years in August here at this parish and call it home. And I love it here and I'm raising my family here and uh, it's going really well. That is wonderful. Yeah, that must have been an interesting experience to hear a, a name of a place and not quite know where that was on, on call night. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not the only one in that situation, but yeah, it was a, a bit of an eye opener. Yeah. So I think our listeners are going to be in the same boat of where where on earth is Cassopolis? So help orient our listeners geographically. Where exactly are you in Michigan? How do you where where would you place it? Well, if you're from Michigan, everybody just points to their hand. We are in the very bottom corner, the southwest corner of Michigan uh, in Cass County. So along Lake Michigan, there's Berrien County to our west. Um, and then we're we're just to the east of that, Cass County. And uh, we're, Cassopolis is right in the geographical center of the county, which is only about 12 miles above the Michigan-Indiana line. Um, okay. So this whole area is actually, they call it Michiana, because uh, Michigan and Indiana share a lot of things, and we do all of our shopping and that, that sort of stuff down in, in South Bend. So you're close to South Bend, and if I'm not mistaken, that's where uh, Notre Dame is, right? Right. The University yep. of Notre Dame. And Notre Dame kind of drives the economy down there in, in many ways. So, I mean, a lot of the restaurants and you know hotels and just the cultural life centers around Notre Dame. And then, of course, weekends in the fall when there's home football games, the population swells and businesses really kind of they thrive off of that. So tell us a little bit more about this this area that you're in. You called it Michiana. What are the good parts of, of being there? Well, it is it is nice. So Cassopolis is a very small town. It's about 1,700 people, um, and it's, it's a mostly rural area. But it's nice because within 20 minutes we can drive down, and you have all the amenities and everything you need there in South Bend. And Mishawaka is kind of a neighboring city to South Bend where a lot of the businesses and sprawl has occurred um so that's nice that you have that you get the small town rural country feel and then another great thing about this area is you can go over to Berrien County we're not far from Lake Michigan we're about 35 miles from Lake Michigan where there's 
um, lots of beaches and parks. There's St. Joseph and Lake Michigan beach towns um, where there's lots of activities and lots of stuff to do over there. Okay. And it's beautiful, beautiful area. What is it like in terms of the style of living or style of ministry? Uh, it doesn't sound quite like it's rural ministry since you're so close to uh, South Bend. What? How would you characterize it in terms of uh, like our parishioners? Is it more a rural-focused? What, what kind of um, atmosphere is it exactly? Yeah, Cassopolis is an interesting town because I mentioned it's about 1,700 people. Mm-hmm. Cass County has 107 inland lakes, and Cassopolis actually is right, sits on one 300-acre lake, which the church is on as well. It's just a small fishing lake. Um, but then there's also Diamond Lake, which is an 1,100-acre lake, which is on the other side of town. Um, and that's actually, we live, the church has a parsonage over by Diamond Lake, not on Diamond Lake, but by it. And so you have, and along this huge lake are huge mansions of mostly people from Chicago that have homes out here, summer homes, or um, or retire out here. And so you have, I say it's interesting, and it's a kind of a strange makeup because in the village of Cassopolis, it's just like any other small Midwestern town. But then you have Diamond Lake, and you have this sort of, resort town sort of wealthy um chicago chicago folk that come here the locals have have a not so friendly name for the chicago but uh uh, i'll save that for we'll we'll keep this g-rated but so our ministry here we were the only missouri synod church in the county so we draw from a a wide area we have folks that come up from indiana as well that come to our church. Um, and the, there's not a lot of work in Cassopolis. A lot of people that live here work down in South Bend or Elkhart. Um, Elkhart, Indiana, which is east of South Bend, is the RV manufacturing capital of the United States. Huh. There's a lot of industry um, in the Elkhart area, and so a lot of our folks do work down there. Um, and then there's some manufacturing here, and there is farming as well. Not a lot of our members here at St. Paul are farmers, um, but there is there is that rural feel, the county fairs here in Cassopolis. Um, and so there there is that. It's, it's just a mixed bag of everything. Good deal. So we've talked about the good parts of the area and the kind of what the atmosphere is like, what the area is like. Let's talk about kind of the other side of the coin. What what are some of the not so great things about Cassopolis or this Michiana area that, that you think that somebody thinking about moving there might, maybe they should be aware of? Well, this winter has been an exception. We haven't had a lot of snow, but if you don't like snow, this is not an area of the country to that you would want to live in. We get lake mm-hmm. effect snow off of Lake Michigan, so we can get some pretty heavy snow. Um, and it is cold. I wouldn't say it's colder than other parts of the Midwest. And of course, up in northern Michigan, it's even colder and snowier. But um, that would be one thing that that uh, might deter someone from coming here. I've, I've grown to like the snow um, and the cold weather. 
uh, more than I ever thought I would. Um, like I can look out my window now and there's guys ice fishing on Stone Lake behind, right, right behind the church here, which is, is cool. So, um, another thing would be there, I mentioned that there's, you know, job growth and stuff in, in, uh, South Bend and Elkhart, but here in Cassopolis, there's not a lot of job opportunities, not a lot of job growth. And that's, seems to be the case in a lot of our Michigan, smaller Michigan towns. Um, but this is a great place to retire. If you, a lot of our, some of our members here and a lot of the people that live in Cassopolis are former Chicago residents that after they retired, they wanted to escape Illinois state tax and came up to live here in Michigan where it's cheaper to live and you can live on a lake. And here in Cass County, there's 107 lakes to choose from. So, um, so that's a great opportunity, um, but yeah. Okay, uh, so as an aside, what? Uh, how far are you from Chicago? Um, you can get to the south side of Chicago in about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes, but uh, if you wanna get downtown, it'd take you about two hours um, or a little over two hours, depending on the traffic. A nice thing you can do is you can go down to South Bend Airport and take the South Shore Line, which is a train that take, will take you directly into Chicago, and that'll take about two hours. They're, they're talking about expanding it or improving it so that it'll be an even faster ride, but that, that's a nice way. You don't have to park. You can just take, go right downtown. So, But, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Orioles baseball fan, so I try to get to Chicago and I have friends there too but uh, I can get to now it's called Guaranteed Rate Field where the White Sox play I can mm -hmm. get, try to get there about every summer and I can usually drive right there in about an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes So Nice. Okay so let's transition and talk about what it's like to raise a family in that area, in that Michiana area There's a, a if, if you like Midwest small town feel. This is Cassopolis is, you know, it's it's a great place for that. There's, you know, a very um, tight knit community. So, you know, like Friday night at the football game, there's everybody in town is there. And so um, there's that kind of small town friendly family atmosphere. Everybody knows everybody. Um, there's there, and a, a very unique thing about Cassopolis, too, is it's a very um, diverse community because Cass County, um, historically, during the 1840s and 1850s, um, it was a major transit point for the Underground Railroad. Um, so in the 1829, uh, the Quakers from Pennsylvania started a colony here, or not a colony, but they, they settled here, um, and so there's a there's a large Quaker population, and of course they were very strong in the abolitionist movement, and um, they took in a lot of uh, freed slaves and refugee slaves. Um, and so our little town of Cassopolis is, um, it's like 29 or 30 percent African American, um, and so it's very diverse compared mm -hmm. to most other Midwestern towns. Um, and so that's that's a nice a nice part of it too, and everybody gets along, and there's that rich history, and um, um, and so there is that again that just contributes to the friendly family atmosphere that we have here. So, 
tell our listeners a little bit more about the educational options. Is there a good Lutheran school in the area or are the, the homeschooling laws tolerant for those that aren't particularly interested in dealing with public schools? There is a Lutheran school. The closest Lutheran school would actually be down at uh, Trinity in Elkhart, Indiana. Um, over in Berrien County, which is where our church has a circuit, there is in that circuit, there's three Lutheran schools um, over in St. Joseph and Stevensville, and then in Berrien Springs. Um, the uh, the schools here in Cassopolis is, is good. It's a small school. Um, a lot of people send their kids. Michigan is a school of choice state, um, so a lot of people send their kids to Edwardsburg, which is a neighboring town. They have a strong school system. And my wife and I, our, our children are very young, three and one, um, so they're <laughs> they're not in school yet, although we have a preschool here at St. Paul. Um, but uh, we've read, and from what we've heard, is that Michigan is one of the better states to homeschool in. They have more freedom and more options um, and that's what we intend to do with with our kids um, and so that that that's a great option too um, absolutely okay so we've talked a little bit about the good and the bad and raising a family there let's talk about what it's like specifically to be a Lutheran in the Michiana area yeah like I mentioned before, we're the only LCMS church in Cass County up in Dwajak, which is a neighboring town. There's a Wisconsin Synod Church, and then way up uh, towards Sister Lakes, which is past Dwajak, there's um, Independent Lutheran Church. So we do kind of we draw from from a wide range or from a, a wide range of folks who want to be Missouri Synod Lutheran. They they come here. Um, which is nice. Um, and uh, there is this strong, especially over in Berrien County towards St. Towards Joseph, um, there is there's a strong uh, kind of German Lutheran heritage. And uh, just along I-94, along Lake Michigan over there, there's, there's several good-sized congregations. Um, so St. Paul Cassopolis was started by, as, a, as a mission plant in 1951, by St. Paul in Niles, Michigan. Um, Niles also started St. Paul Buchanan. So in their circuit, there's three St. Pauls, and there's also three Trinities, because Trinity and St. Joseph started two uh, mission plants um, back in the in the 20th century. Um, so, uh, but it is a very uh, rich Lutheran heritage, um, and there's and, and and it is that kind of tight knit community in that sense too. Um, and we're not far from Indiana where there's lots of, lots of LCMS congregations in Northern Indiana. And, uh, we're not far from Fort Wayne, of course. So, um, we're, we're close to the seminary there. So there's, we're about an hour and a half, two hours from Fort Wayne. So there's great opportunities to go down to the SEM for, for, you know, symposia and all the events that they have down there. So, so it is, it's a nice place to be a Lutheran. It definitely sounds like it. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. If you're listening to this podcast on the go, you know the power of having audio that you would like to listen to. And I want to tell you about Audible, a service that's going to put the audiobooks that you would love to listen to right into your ears with their free 30-day trial that comes with a free audiobook. And if you're curious 
what book you, you maybe should check out, I would recommend you check out Luther's Bondage of the Will. This is his treatise on free will, and he later would talk about it as one of his most important works. So go ahead and go to audibletrial.com slash Lutheran Cartographer to check out that offer. Let's get back to our guest. You mentioned earlier that there were quite a few Quakers around, and what what would you say, like, the how does the population break down in terms of proportions of Lutherans and Catholics and Quakers and that kind of thing? The general impression is that the probably the, the two largest churches in our village in Casablas are the Catholic Church and the Quaker Church, which is called Penn Friends. So I would say that between those two congregations, they make up about a third of our of our Christian population. And then there's uh, 11 other congregations, including ours, in our village, uh, or at least in the Kasapolis area. So, and Lutherans are just kind of, we're, we're not the biggest church here in Kasapolis, but um, mm-hmm. but people know about us because we do have our preschool and our daycare, that that's kind of how we integrate with the community and the other churches. Okay. So let's transition to talking about, let's say that you have somebody that has gotten a job offer, maybe not to Kasopolis, but to maybe South Bend, and you're talking to them about your advice for them in terms of things they should consider or reasons to come to that area or things that they should be aware of or be cautious about. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, um, South Bend, and especially due in large part to Notre Dame, has, you know a lot of activities, a lot of things to do. Uh, there's great hospitals. There's great opportunities for education. There's a lot of culture um, with, you know, theater and, and museums and that sort of thing. It's a nice area where if you were to, you know, live somewhere like here in Kasopolis, you could uh, you could get to work in South Bend or Elkhart in 20 minutes to a half an hour. Um, and so it'd be not a bad commute. And so th- those things are attractive. And like I mentioned before, it's, it's a beautiful area, especially as you get over towards Lake Michigan. In between here and Lake Michigan, there's um, it's prime land for, for produce and fruit farms. So apple season, cherry season, peach season, blueberry season, strawberry season, all that. And there's, there's prime opportunity for, for that sort of thing. So I think it would be recommended and great if, if you had a job offer down there to live in Michigan um, and enjoy all those things um, and still you know, be close to your job and be close to all the amenities that South Bend and Mishawaka has to offer. Absolutely. And of course, it goes without saying that they should definitely check out St. Paul's as well. Absolutely. Yep. If you want to, it's, it's good. We're, we're a small congregation, but uh, we're, we're Lutheran, we're liturgical, we're confessional and um, just a great warm family of Christians here. Wonderful. All right. So let's transition to one of my favorite parts of the podcast where we talk a little bit about about your favorite things in the area, things to do, things to see, restaurants that you would recommend. What would you, what are some hidden gems or some things that maybe aren't so hidden that you would definitely recommend people check out if they're in the area? Cassopolis itself, I mean, it's uh, we have one traffic light, you know, so that and we have McDonald's and Subway. We do have a great local diner that's run by a really, really great 
uh, Greek Orthodox family um, who I've gotten to know him quite well over over the last ten years. Um, so, and they just have your you know standard fare diner food. But what's the name of the diner? It's called Broadway Cafe. Broadway Cafe. Yeah, the main street in in our village is called Broadway Street. So, um, so that that's about in Cassopolis itself. We do have over in Sumnerville, which is about ten miles uh, west of here. They claim to be the oldest business in Michigan, and it's called uh, the Old Town Inn. Um, and uh, they have they have good burgers there, but it's like in the middle of a woods. <laughs> it's just kind of a strange, strange location. But that's that's a neat thing. Um, and uh, the hidden gems are these, you know, fruit farms. If you want to come and pick blueberries or cherries or strawberries or something, that's there's there's great stuff to do. Um, great locations for that in Berrien County and uh, over along Lake Michigan in St. Joseph, there's Silver Beach Park, which is, um, that's a county park, but it's a great beach um, and playground and they've got like a a water fountain thing that kids can play in um, there in St. Joseph and Lake Michigan is is great, um, especially in the summertime. There's also Warren Dunes State Park. Um, which uh, is is a beautiful place, and I think it was like listed one of the top ten most beautiful places in Michigan. Um, but we go there as much as we can because they got a great beach, and if you want to climb the dunes, you can do that. In fact, um, on a really clear day, if you climb to the top of the dunes, you can see uh, the Chicago skyline across Lake Michigan, which is kind of cool. And so that's that's a really neat neat place to go. And then of course. I mentioned already, but South Bend and Mishawaka has anything, anything and everything that you can that you can find. And if you're a college football fan, um, going to a Notre Dame football game is is a really great experience, and it's a it's a it's a neat place to go. And Notre Dame's campus itself is just a, a great place to tour and to walk around because it's it's impressive and it's beautiful and um, it is just a neat place. So yeah. Let's say that you're taking a, a day trip to South Bend. What's maybe one or two places beyond the university that you might recommend people check out? Well, there's the Moore's Performing Arts Center is, is the theater in town. So they'll get Broadway musicals there. So I think in March, The Lion King is going to be there. Um, so that that's one thing to check out. I have not been to the Studebaker Museum, but you've heard of Studebaker Automobiles. Those were... yeah. Um, started in South Bend. So there's apparently a great Studebaker museum in South Bend that I haven't been to, but I've heard good things about it. And there's also um, lots of good local fare. Over in Elkhart, this is what I'm told, is that they had a strong mafia presence back in the day. So there's lots of really good Italian restaurants, um, if you like Italian food, over in Elkhart, um, and then also in parts of South Bend, too. Um, But... uh, yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. So as we start thinking about closing out the podcast, I want to hear some of your thoughts about, let's say that someone is considering uh, moving or even just exploring different areas of the country. What kind of things do you think as Lutherans we should keep in mind as we're starting to considering moving to a place? Well, first and foremost, that uh, we we look to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. And so we want to, you know, 
stay steadfast in the faith um, and in the receiving of God's word and his gifts. And so we, we want to find a good church home and a good community of believers where we can, you know, receive these gifts of God and and remain uh, with our Lord and, until he returns or um, or a last hour comes, whichever comes first. Um, so this, this uh, of course, I would recommend St. Paul Lutheran Church. You would <laughs> get that, obviously. But, but we do, uh, in the Midwest, and especially this part of the Midwest, in Michigan and Indiana, there's lots and lots of good Lutheran congregations. So it is, it's a great place to, to raise, raise a family and to come here and be enriched in, in the faith and in God's Word. But that would be the first and foremost thing to look for before, you know, whether there's good fruit farms to visit or, um, or college football, you know, you'd, you'd want to make sure that you're hearing the preaching of God's word faithfully and receiving his gifts. So certainly, yes, that is one, the one thing needful, not college football, right? Right. Looking at people, some, or some of the crowds that they have there, you'd think that it'd be otherwise (laughs) in most people's minds, but. All right. So as we start Closing out the podcast, I want to give you the opportunity to mention any places our listeners can follow you online, your church's website, anything that you, you would like to promote or plug right now. Um, our church's website is stpaulcast.org, S-T-P-A-U-L-C-A-S-S.org. Um, and uh, if you're uh, looking for a vacation this summer, um Look up uh, Lakes in Cass County, Michigan on Airbnb, and we have worship here on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m., followed by Bible study at 1030. Um, and so uh, we'd, we'd love to have you come out. We, we Every summer, we usually get lots of visitors who are here vacationing at some lake house somewhere. Um, so we'd love to have you here, and um, it'd be great to see you. So. Excellent. Yeah. We will put links to all those things that Pastor Dellinger just mentioned, as well as links to all the sites that he recommended on the show notes page. So if you go to lutherancartographer.com slash 14, you'll see all of those there. Pastor Dellinger, thanks so much for your time today. Before we say goodbye, what are your parting thoughts for our listeners? Thank you, Nicholas, for this podcast. It's I think it's really neat. I've listened to a few of them before today's interview. I think it's a great way to connect with folks and to hear about our brothers and sisters throughout the country. And I appreciate you having me on. We've got Lent coming up, and I just want to wish everyone a blessed Lenten season as we look forward to Holy Week and uh, and all the great gifts and words that our Lord has in store for us in the coming weeks. Amen. Thank you again for your time today, Pastor Dellinger. God's peace. Peace be with you. Thanks, Nicholas. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For the more about the things that we talked about today, check out the show notes page at lutherancartographer.com slash 14 for all those great things that Pastor Dellinger talked to us about today. Before you go, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the show on Stitcher or on iTunes. That way you don't miss an episode when they come out. And also, if you'd please take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes for me, I'd really appreciate it. This way we can reach more people with the show so more people can know about all the great things that Lutherans are doing in different areas of the country. So until next time, I'm Nicholas Weber. Thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you soon.